This is Body Talk, where we explore your inner universe. For Hi, everybody. David Lasondak here, Senior Structural Integrator and Fascia Specialist at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center's Center for Integrative Medicine, author, and your host of the podcast that explores your inner universe. Today's guest is the amazing Gil Headley. We're going to be unpacking his upcoming 111-city nerve tour. It's going to be quite the educational event, and you know it's falls here. It's September. It's back to school time. So I want to tell you about a couple of other educational opportunities. One aspect of my ongoing education that never ends is anatomy. As much as I think I know, there's always more to learn, especially when it comes to putting together all the pieces of what's being discovered about the human fascial system. And I want to tell you about my friends, Nicole Tremblay and Rochelle Clausen, who are the co-directors of Anatomy Scapes. And what a fantastic job they're doing, creating interesting, well-illustrated, dissection-based anatomy education for hands-on professionals. I was availing myself of the educational material they were putting out before they became a sponsor here on the Body Talk podcast. And what I like about them is they dig into the details, but they always put it into the context of the whole body story. You get to discover what real anatomy looks like feels like and how it relates to their surroundings. Their fascial focused courses are available both online and in person. And I've been doing both. And I always learn something new from them or refine something I already knew to a greater level of detail. Their fascia focused courses have taken aspects of fascial anatomy to the next level for me. And they can do that for you too. So for more information, go to Anatomy Scapes. That's like landscapes, but anatomy. Anatomyscapes.com and get free admission to their online anatomy art gallery and tell them David sent you. And for those of you in the audience who don't have the second edition of my book, Fascia, What It Is and Why It Matters. It's been out for about a year now, and it has 30% more science than the previous version. Mm, 20, 24 new illustrations it's a worthy update. And you can get it now for 20% off. For all my listeners in the US, the UK, and Australia, all you have to do is put the promo code BODYTALK20 into the discount code box on your checkout, and you get the second edition of Fascia, What It Is and Why It Matters at 20% off. And that's only until the 15th of October, 2023. There'll be links in the show notes. And now, let's go to the program. Hi, everybody. Today on Body Talk, I'm really excited to have Gil Headley, the founder, the mastermind, the inspirer, inspirer of thousands uh, with his integral anatomy workshops and series of videos. Gil, welcome to Body Talk. Thanks for having me, David. Pleased to meet your audience. Yeah, and we're real excited to talk to you about your upcoming journey across the country. It's going to take you about a year uh, to do this on the Nerve Tour. Even more, actually. Okay. It's going to be about 14 months, 15 months on the road. Uh, and uh, we've, we got a little carried away and are booking 111 cities, which is people are like, yeah, that's worse than a rock and roll tour. I'm like, I know. I know. You should have t-shirts. I would buy one. 
We have t-shirts. We're designing them right now. Okay, with the dates on the back and everything, like a um, rock and roll t-shirt. I don't know if we'll have room for that because there's so many. <laughs> hundred eleven. Well, you might have to do. Yeah, hundred eleven is a lot of dates. Yeah, for well, we're still working on the design, but um, it, it we are going to print t-shirts. I have patches. We'll have a merch table. It'll be fun. Cool. Uh, so uh, why is... not? Why not? Why shouldn't Somanots get together and have a rally? Uh, for yeah, nervous, right. Nervous tissues, right? So yeah, we could we call it nerving man? Ner ner <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we could. That would be fun. Hopefully, we won't get flooded out. No, uh, I don't think like so. They did this year, but um, yeah, no, I just I worked for five months in the lab this year, uh, from basically January through May on a single form, a beautiful form, whom we call the captain. Because uh, he was a pilot and a friend, mm. and so mm -hmm. we, uh, this friend passed away and and wanted me to work on him, and and so I did. Wow, what kind of headspace did you have to be in to dissect a friend? Well, here's the thing: uh, after even the very first dissection that I ever did, I had a very clear realization that this ain't a person on the table. This yeah. is this is like the um the let go of pair of jeans that were fondly worn but then got too mm -hmm. small and were sent on to goodwill and so it's just I, a house it's not a home exactly well it, yeah no there's nobody home <laughs> and and so i can remember standing by the casket of my beloved cousin he was like a brother to me he died at around 30 years old of cancer and I can remember standing there and thinking, well, that's not Christopher. And I was holding his niece in my arms at the time. And I could tell she was like, that ain't, that ain't uncle Chris. <laughs> you know? And we both kind of went back and sat down and had our, had our tears for the one we were missing. But so it was kind of like that. Um, I, I, I don't mistake the dead for the living. And that being said, one of the high, high points of it was the freedom I felt to work because when you know that your donor has given themselves to you and that there's no hold barred and the family knows exactly what's going on and what's the purpose of the project is, uh, you feel a kind of freedom uh, that, that, awesome. uh, that I noticed. Yeah, I mean, and we laughed and cried for our friend along the way and-, and uh, Of course. Of course. Was great, you know. So, so was it because of the specimen uh, that you decided to embark on the nerve project? Was it just a matter of timing? This was the next big piece you wanted to do. And here was exactly. the body. The next big piece I want to do, because I did the A to Z project. That that whole project took me out three years, about a year mm -hmm. and a half in the lab and a year and a half editing to produce over 200 hours of edited footage. And when I, I was two, I was within about two weeks of the end of that project, like my final video for it within two weeks. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to do, I have to do the nerves. <laughs> you know, I got to come back <laughs> I gotta, after a year and a half in the lab. I was like, I got to come back. I got to do the nerves. And uh, I couldn't get that block of time in the lab. That was, uh, you know, due, due to the strange circumstances of 2020 and 2021, I was able to be basically have the whole lab to myself for a year and a half. I just rented it and 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 uh, and so so that worked out great. But uh, time around this time, there wasn't so much free time in the lab. There was many bookings, and so I I took the slot of time that was allotted to me, and I made the best of it. And it came out, it, it exceeded my expectations. I mean, I I, I went through 
I mean, I followed the vagus nerve from the medulla oblongata through every plexus and branch it had to offer all the way down to its its disappearance into the superior mesenteric plexus and the celiac plexus. I mean, I followed all the way and documented it all on camera. I got every sympathetic ganglia uh, uh, from the you know from the upper neck at the at the carotid canal all the way down to the to the coccyx, you know. So I, 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 so I did a very thorough job on the autonomic nerves, which I felt were less, are, are less understood by our community than maybe, mm-hmm. um, you know, the median nerve or something like that, which people have some sense of already and work with. But I did also completely and thoroughly document every branch of the brachial plexus, uh, you know, in in detail that I had never seen before. Um, and spent a whole lot of time paddling my way through, <laughs> literally paddling with a tiny little paddle that was tiny. Well, that's what I was going to ask you is, is this has to require because nervous tissue is so fine and delicate, not that you haven't dissected a lot of fine and delicate things, but this has to require a very specific skill set. A completely different approach, actually. I I was like, oh, okay, got a scalp. This is not scalpel work. You know, I didn't uh-huh. dissect with a scalpel. Uh, I mean, of course, to get through the skin, you dissect with a scalpel. But when it came to dissecting nerves, you if you want to see them, you're not going to see them with a scalpel. All you can do with a scalpel is turn them into chomped up little bits. <laughs> and so, so, so you have you do? to, I used a blunt, a blunt stainless steel paddle. That was about maybe a third of an inch wide. Okay. And that and a hemostat, and I paddled and picked and paddled and picked. And, and I Did also- you kayak in your spare time? Was it, uh, <laughs> was it helpful? I, yeah, no, I was, yeah, I canoed through the form. Uh, and, it, and, it was, and it was truly astonishing. And I mean, I would spend an entire day uh, six, seven hours and create a little pile of tissue is maybe an ounce and a half to reveal some some more complicated structure to untangle a, a plexus to 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 track a thread. And uh, it was te- really tedious and extremely physically demanding. And I was as I was yeah. doing it, I was like, ah, I don't got to worry about anyone else doing this anytime soon. <laughs> uh, the only other Who place else would want this job. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no one else would want this job. I mean, the the folks at the Plastinarium in Guben, Germany, are, are will do you know very detailed dissections and and devote months and and years to a single project. So. I felt I felt I do have comrades over there in <laughs> Germany, but it, it's yeah, it's just what it is. It's a time consuming project. And you're seeing things. I mean, it's unique. Our nervous tissues are unique to us. Uh, whatever diagram you might find in a book, whatever image you might find in a in a, in a color atlas with c- cadaver imagery is that body or that generalization. And what's actually in front of you is quite unique. And so it's just the, it's the the map is not the territory times a thousand. You you have your drawings and then you have what's in front of you. And if you follow the drawings too carefully, you'll destroy what's in front of you. So you have to sneak up on what's in front of you uh, mm-hmm. to discover what's actually there. And then when you're looking at what's actually there, you're like, well, what the heck is that? That's not in the book. That's not <laughs> what they said. That's not what's described in this, you know, app. Uh, yeah, you know, so it, yeah. It's the posterior inferior headly plexus, I believe. Yeah, that's about <laughs> it. Or or a captain's 
captain's merry-go-round or, or oh what nice i like that i like that or whatever how I, i'm just I'm, my mind is just trying to i'm trying to wrap around what you did not just what you did but then you had to keep track of this and, and keep it distinguished from the landscape around it so yeah. how, how hard was it to i'm going to use the word inventory or catalog it as you were going through it so you didn't forget where you was, were, what it was. It was very challenging, yeah. actually. And it was basically a, a five-month-long study session with myself and three or four helpers at a time that I usually had in the room. I always had my camera person who switched on and off between three people. I always had uh, a researcher and sometimes then you know, additional aides. Uh, so it really took a village to to do the project, and the research team would sometimes be one, two, three people at a time. And here we are, all paying attention to some little patch of ground that I'm paddling through. And as I paddle through it, we're like, well, it could be this, it could be that. And then it turns out that as you go through all of our texts and support uh, materials, they don't agree with each other. And it's easy to see why they don't agree with each other, because one person dissected it one way and another person dissected it another way, and that person expressed this. And so there are known variations, of course. Uh, and then there's just like wandering in the desert alone, <laughs> which is what many of our bodies represent. And so we, we'd get four, five, six, eight texts, uh, uh, Google searches, and, uh, and a couple of apps open and not be able to find agreement uh, wow. amongst them with what we were looking at. So and I assume so, you'll be unpacking some of the details about oh, that during I'll, the I'll uh, be tour. unpacking it forever because <laughs> now I got to edit whatever I shot. And, you know, you do the best you can in the first take. And right. then a month later, you come back to the same area because you're going deeper and you're like, oh, dang, that's not what that was. Let's redo that video and, and try again because now we have a better idea or we found the other end of it. Of course, you're starting from the outside in, right? And so mm -hmm. you, first you encounter some thread. Well, whose thread is it? You know, where where is it? Where does it head back to? And if you can keep track of that thread, you might found, find out that it goes back to something you didn't expect. So it was it was hard. <laughs> wine, okay, so now, now I got now I'm adding weaving and um, detangling detangling threads into my mental picture of what this oh, process yeah, was like. Yeah, like a ball of so, yarn in a knot. Yeah. Yeah, and now we're talking about uh, a five hour program that you're going to be presenting throughout this yes. year and next year, which is. I can't wait, frankly, and I have to wait because you're not going to be in Pittsburgh till September of next year, but that's all right. It's all right. It's going to be worth waiting for. Um, so without revealing all the spoilers, is there like one thing in particular you can share with us that like blew your mind when it happened? Oh, my gosh. I guess I guess maybe if there's an overarching blow my mind theme, it would be that after 30 years of doing this, I'm like Lucy and Charlie Brown with the football, where I keep <laughs> falling for the books. I keep I keep following that lead and swinging my foot back. And then like, really, Gil, are you really going to believe it again that that thing's going to hold steady for you through this dissection? Nope. <laughs> it's going to be ripped out from in front of you and you're going to fall on your face in front of reality. And the the because we can only truly work on what's in front of us. And if we're working on a book, we're not working on what's in front of us. So okay. we have to learn, learn to follow our hands and our, our hearts 
and our connection with a person when we're touching them. Because if we're if we're rolling a book or massaging a book or uh, doing Pilates or yoga to a book, we're we're missing the person in front of us. So it's really a story of of incredible uh, un- uniqueness. I, I absolutely agree with you 100% there, Gil. But I think the the great gift you've given to many, 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 many people. Uh, as someone who is very visual in their thinking, it's always better for me if I have some kind of idea of what it what's under my hands might look like if I had X-ray vision, and that's that's what you continually to bring to our profession. And now on a level I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. I keep trying. Thank you. And and the thing is, because I'm like that too. I like I got to see it, and and I yeah. can't. It's hard to it's hard to work on the person in front of you if you when when you're working on invisible structures without having some notion of what you might be dealing with, and so that that's that's vital uh, there. And then there's also I spent a lot of time on the vagus nerve because well it's kind of in right people mm-hmm. people are talking a lot about the vagus nerve. I've looked into Porges's work and I've heard people talk and say this and that. And I've been in this long enough to see fads come and go, right? So, you know, whether it was uh, crowbarring the QL or a love affair with the psoas or or the vilification of the piriformis or whatever fad we're Mm -hmm. in. Whatever the hot new new structure is Mm -hmm. that we're going to all do workshops on. Uh, which is fine. Everybody's got to make a living and we're going to piece together our knowledge one <laughs> one little bit at a time. And currently, you know, the vagus nerve is everywhere. So I was like, okay, let's pay attention to this. And in a class, in a dissection class, I can show you the vagus nerve in two minutes. All I got to do is go into the carotid sheath, look underneath the, uh, the uh, you know, common carotid and the, and the uh, internal jugular, and boom, we're staring at this little string going through the carotid sheath. That's the vagus nerve. Well, it's a lot more complicated than that, than that string. And, and so I wanted to pay close attention to that. And I guess what I've learned is that the vagus nerve is really maybe more of a stand-in word for the autonomic nerve. You know, it ought to be mm. called the autonomic nerve, because it has so many complex anastomoses and relationships. And we're we're in this desperate desire to have discrete parts. That is yes, uh, regional one thing. anatomy. Yeah. One thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. One thing that, and we know what it is, it's black and white, and that's it. And we're going to work on it, and it's going to, and X is going to happen if you touch it. Um, but in the special way. Yeah, in the special way, the special way taught by this workshop, <laughs> right? And I just yeah. have to say, it it just ain't so. And so, wait a minute, wait a minute. What you're telling me is that what happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas. It does not stay in Vegas. Okay, you <laughs> not, heard it here for the first time, everybody. Not even close, folks. We're all exposed. <laughs> the secret is out. And and to to kind of track that was uh, uh, was a major revelation uh, to me. Because again, even after all these years, I'm all the things I say are trying to get my own head out of the ruts that I'm prone to 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 live in mentally, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and it just turns out that my ruts are are shared by many people. So it makes it something worth communicating with others. But 
But really, um, I fall for it, just like I said at the, at the outset of your question. I keep fall, I keep falling for regional anatomy, and then I have to recover my my belief in an, in an integral anatomy uh, because. The body cares not for our categories. The body cares not for our taxonomies. Uh, the body cares not for our need for linear pathways. The body ca cares not. It just doesn't care about all that. And we seem to care about it. And our bodies don't back it up. And I have to go with the anatomy. To me, the anatomy is always right. And our conceptualizations of it are often ridiculous. And so I keep coming back to the body to be corrected in my foolishness. Hmm. That Okay, there's a title for you, Gil. The body corrected. Okay, it's yours. You take it, do something with it if you can do something with it. Oh, no, it's nothing. It's just mine. Yeah, no, that's yours. I'll cut this part out. You know, you don't have to somebody's dealing with it. You're getting ready to share this with North America, because you're going to be in the U.S. and Canada. I've, yes. I've looked at your crazy map that Phil Ehrenhardt put together. God, <laughs> God bless him. That was a piece of work, man. Uh, for people in the audience who are listening, there'll be links in the show notes where you can get more information. But I understand you're you're still looking for some venues and sponsors. Is that true? We are because I I found in my last tour it didn't make sense to announce a talk and then another talk and then another talk. I did a tour in 2017. And mm -hmm. I did the same thing as I did this time. I'm like, hi, I'm Gil, and I'm going to 46 cities. I hope you'll come and show up. And it created a lot of excitement because people all at once were like, oh, hey, friend in Philadelphia, he's coming to Philadelphia, but he's also coming to Flagstaff, and he's also coming to Santa Barbara. You know, so the word starts to get around. Uh, but in order to do that, if it takes months and months to book that, I would, if we had to book it all before we had an idea of where, you know, uh, of who was coming or what, it, it wouldn't work. You couldn't create the excitement. So it's a very bizarre thing to say, hey, I'm coming to all these places. I don't exactly know where. Um, it's tough being a tour manager. Another skill you got to learn. So I, um, so we announced that and now we're feverishly booking. So I have friends and family who are uh, on the internet uh, searching out appropriate venues and cities we get a lot of offers for studios we can't really do it in a studio it's just not enough room i also have a big um unless you have a really big studio but i have big i have my own screen it's a turnkey uh production so i travel with projector screen mics uh, a pa a cordage everything you need to put the thing on in say a blank slate space yeah. and, and you still want to be able I to hold a uh, hundred people 200 people yeah, 100, 100 people is kind of what we're shooting for in, in most cities. And then there's a couple of cities like Vancouver. We booked a venue with 300 seats because uh, last time I was there, I had 225 and that was six years ago. So I'm figuring we'll probably get a few hundred people in Vancouver, sure. uh, Portland, Seattle, San Denver. Francisco, New York. Yeah, we get certain cities are, are going to get more people uh, than, than others. So. Uh, so in those we go for for larger venues and but we're trying to you know keep keep our overhead reasonable because you can imagine what it costs to make contracts with 111 cities that you yes that people haven't signed up for yet <laughs> so yeah so that's important uh, sign up for the class now even if it's going to be six to nine months from now that because that's that, that you're going to do yeah. you're going to do Gill's Vegas nerve a lot of good yeah knowing that <laughs> yeah, you're already you're right. planning to be there okay so <laughs> you're you're making them healthier sign up now. <laughs> 
Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That, that lets us know. And when we, that lets us know like, okay, we got friends in such and such a city. And when we first announced it, people were like, but what about such and such? And we'd look at it and we'd be like, huh, okay. Yeah. Let's add it. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so we did that a few times and we've been getting, getting many, uh, Somanots from Europe saying, what about us? <laughs> well, you know, the European tour could happen in 2025. Let's uh, exactly. take care well, of this one here. First. Well. Yeah, I was actually looking. Um, so, uh, so for the audience, I, I found a venue for Go here in Pittsburgh, but I was actually looking at, ooh, he's going to be in Erie, which is about two hours from here, about three months before. But actually, I just, I really wanted to find a, a great space here in the city. So I, get, I guess I'll just wait and not travel yeah, um, now we for that. Yeah, now it's booked <laughs> yeah we'll fill it we'll fill it trust me we'll fill it we'll fill it well yeah we're, we're we're gonna get on the myself and my my partner in crime at the center desa pastor who is the second structural integrator we have at the center for integrative medicine uh she's gonna help me fill it right desa you've just been volunteering <laughs> you, actually you've been voluntold yeah we are completely dependent on word of mouth and so i appreciate you helping me spread the word if we had to add an advertising budget to it we just would be stopped in the water Oh, absolutely. And on the links in the show notes, you'll it'll take you to the page. There's flyers that you can download. There's the contact information if you have venue ideas or sponsors or anything like that. Gail, before we sign off for today, is there anything else you want to add about the Nerve Tour? Uh, just that it's really a unique show. Um, it will take you deep into yourself. Uh, I believe it will help you to connect uh, more meaningfully with your own nervous system and those of others. Uh, it's a maybe a transformational event in many ways. I found that to be the reflection of folks who came to the Oklahoma City uh, demo at Eric Dalton's conference. I had hundreds of people all got to me and be like, that was not what I expected. And I'm really touched and and informed. So it's it's not it's it's information, uh, but it's also transformation. That's kind of how I like to operate. Perfect combination. Gil, thanks so much for giving us your time today. Thank you, David. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening to another installment of Body Talk. This is David Lasondak, and I just want to personally thank you because we live in an attention economy. And I promise if you give me your attention, I will make it worth your time each and every episode here on Body Talk. Comments, questions, suggestions. You can find me on social media or at bodytalkradio at gmail.com. You can also become a sponsor of the show at patreon.com backslash bodytalkradio. The music, as always, by David and the Disasters. And we will see you next time for another edition of Body Talk, where we explore your inner universe.